T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jeff, who won the uh, Brian Adams tickets? My man, Mark Jones of Woodsboro, Maryland. Congrats, Mark. Enjoy that show. Does anybody know where Woodsboro, Maryland is? I've never heard of that until today. Woodsboro? Borough, yep. B-O-R-O, like Upper Marlboro. Woodsboro, Maryland. All right, five bucks to anybody that can guess what county it's in. Anne Arundel. One guess, Anne Arundel. Jeffrey? Charles County. Uh, neither of you are right, and since I'm looking at a map, it's between, I think it might be Frederick County, but it could could also be like Howard County. Neither of you are right. Congratulations, Mark. Uh, right now, it's not Ben's day. Don't be alarmed. Don't consult a calendar. But Ben Standick joins the program back in town after a week down in Mobile. Benny boy, what up, bud? Uh, what's happening? I was trying to think. I knew I had a, a fraternity brother in college who lived in Boonesboro, which was like in Frederick area. So that was my guess. Well, a brief Google search has revealed Woodsboro, Maryland is, it appears to be between Frederick and Westminster. Um, sure. So I don't really know what county that is. I apologize to those in Woodsboro, but hopefully it's nice weather there. Uh, how was... Mobile. What did you learn in Mobile? Um, look, I'm I'm not somebody who likes to like hype up things that are not that shouldn't be hyped up. It was fine. It wasn't particularly as interesting as it's been some other years. And I, I know you've been down there in the past. Part of that is, of course, you know, Ron Rivera wasn't there. Nobody spoke on Washington's behalf. I guess but officially, in, anyway. Officially, anyway, correct. Um, but then. You know, but then also just in general, I think the everybody can seem to have the same vibe. You know, as you know, like at night, it's like a networking event, so to speak, with uh, you know teams and coaches and agents and obviously media and others. And there were people there, but just not as many as there were in in years past. And and I think everybody's trying to sort through this: is this because of like the East West Shrine game was happening opposite? 
uh, is this sort of a, a, of a take on how the Rams have stopped sending people to a lot of these games, um, et cetera. So it's an interesting, it's interesting. I mean, obviously you still have conversations with people about the picks and some of Washington's situations. Um, but uh, I, th- I think we may be having a changing of the guard with the offseason program here. We'll see. That, that is interesting. So you're telling me Veets wasn't wall-to-wall packed with owners and coaches and everything else? Um, yeah, yeah, pr- pretty much. I mean, like one of the, one of the places I, w- I went last year, it's, it's attached to one, uh, one of the bars attached to a hotel, a bar, restaurant, what have you. And when I went in there last year, at one point, there were probably 20 people. It was relatively early in the night. There were about 20 people in the establishment. And I would say a quarter of them were actual NFL general managers, like not just an executive, but like the actual GM. Right. This year, I don't even know if I saw more than like one or two out, period. Uh, any, anywhere. So yeah, some of the main restaurants you mentioned beats is sort of a, um, you know, old school kind of a, kind of a bar. And it's one of the diviest there. dive bars I've ever laid eyes on. Yeah. 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 Dive, dive bar for sure. But yeah, I mean, there were people there, but it wasn't, uh, yeah, every, everything was less crowded than, than you would, than you would think, you know, it was you know, relatively earlier in the week. It's I'm not talking about like even like Friday or Saturday, I'm talking like early in the week. So, um, yeah, again, it, there's still people there. You can still glean information, you know, have conversations, but just different than it's been in the past. Yeah, I, you know, I wonder that too because, I mean, every, like the amount of tape and the amount of like Zoom interviews, I, like we've all, COVID, like the pandemic has kind of changed the way a lot of work travel and, and how people view the need to actually physically go somewhere. You know what I mean? Like we all were forced to change our, our habits. And I, and there, I think there will be some effect of that on the back end. Um, it, so that's an interesting thing. And then you got, you add the shrine game shrine games in Tampa, right? No, they, they, they uh, had it in, they had it in Vegas this year as part of the sort of the overall pro bowl. Okay. So and the league, you also have the, the general, HBCU game at the Rose Bowl or at the Coliseum, I think. Like a lot of this stuff is getting packed into one ten day time frame. It feels like right, and also the NFL, like the Senior Bowl, it's an oddity in that it's not part of the, the NFL doesn't control it. Um, but the NFL is trying to push this the Shrine Game. There's right. connection there that they took the you know for years the Senior Bowl. The two sides were coached by a specific staff, the Bengals or the Lions, Washington, whatever. They now took that and put it to the Shrine game, leaving the Senior Bowl to do what they did this year, which is sort of just grab various assistants, including four on Washington staff, you know, the the Jennifer King, Ryan Kerrigan, and so on, um, to get them involved. So it's still fine, and it's good for, you know, a team like Washington to get eyes on these eyes and hands on these players. But at the same point, yeah, it's just another example of where the NFL is putting, you know, putting its thumb on the scale, trying to push this thing the other way. And look, if they do have it in Vegas on the regular, you know, it's going to be hard to compete Vegas versus mobile at some point. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, talking with Ben standing from the athletic covers the commanders. You can follow him on Twitter at Ben standing here via the BetQL guest line. Um, I, I want to talk quarterback. I want to talk coordinator. Let's start a coordinator. Scott Turner gets a job with the Raiders. Uh, We all knew he was going to get a job. It's just a matter of where he was going to land. Frankly, I expected the passing game coordinator title to be what he got. Um, He's still going to get paid by the commanders. It kind of makes him a really enticing candidate, I would imagine, for other coaches and ownership that don't have to pay up. Um, Any surprise by Scott landing in Vegas? 
And what is the latest for you on the coordinator search? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, kind of figured, like you said, he would get a job somewhere, assuming he wanted one. And the question would just be, and it wouldn't be the full OC because, uh, you know, it's not like everything worked out perfectly here. So, and he doesn't have like a huge, a uh, long history of that kind of uh, work. So this makes sense. And you're sure the Raiders, I mean, look, he did play college ball in UNLV. So he's certainly familiar with the area. And, um, you know, at least like the difference between the the Raiders situation and Washington right now is you would think that Josh McDaniels has a lot more time on his side. He's all, he, I mean, this year was not a success for the Raiders, but it was also his first year. And the fact that they're moving on from Derek Carr suggests they understand this is going to be a longer process. Whereas like here in Washington, you know, if Rivera doesn't win this year, then in, independent of the ownership situation, you know, he could be out. So, yeah, I think from, from Scott Turner's perspective, this is not a bad spot. Now the question is, what are they going to do with quarterback, right? <laughs> uh, you know, they have the seventh pick, and they could potentially be in the mix for an Aaron Rodgers or something. But, you know, he, he could be in the same boat he's been in here for the past that he was here the past three years, which is not a true number one quarterback and trying to, uh, you know, Get by with whatever you can, whatever you have. Totally. Um, we, I, I, I would think you like me. Wish Scott lots of luck out in Vegas. I think, you know, down the stretch, the offense really suffered. I'm not sure that he did a great job of calling plays, but I think he was far from the only problem this team had. Um, I think the biggest problems this team had were offensive line and quarterback play. Which of those do you think is markedly better? next season? Um, I'll go with the offensive line because I don't know what to think of the quarterback. I understand the Sam Howe um, intrigue for them and makes sense, but you know, we're also talking about a fifth-round pick with one career start. 11, so, 11 know, completions. <laughs> right, so we'll see where that goes and who else they add. But the offensive line, and look, just because you spend a first-round pick on a player or spend a lot in free agency doesn't automatically mean it will work. But in theory, if you're going to make an investment, you're probably going to have a better, better result. And, you know, really, as we know, Washington's whole situation, whether it was because of injuries or age or, you know, just lack of uh, high end talent, they just struggled really almost across the board. You know, Charles Leno was the closest thing they had to a steady presence at left tackle, but all the other spots could easily be, why it could, could be changed and have different people at them next year. So I would think that that line should be better. But again, we'll see a quarterback if they actually add an Andy Dalton or a Brissett or somebody of note, then I guess you could make an argument it would be better. But at the moment, it feels like we know the offensive line, they're getting upgrades. I don't know about quarterback. What do you, I, what do you think happens at O-line? Because I think they are legitimately going with Howell, it, it'll, I think it'll be Howell and some dude, right? We can all kind of guess which guy, but um, how many new starters on the O line? Um, I'll say, I mean, at least two. The question, I guess, would be, I mean, like Sam Cosme, getting a guess, he's moving into guard, but somewhere, and. You know, look, Charles Leno has a pretty huge cap number. So if we were just talking, moving on from like one player and everything else was set, I could see Leno possibly being a cap cut, but I don't know that they can justify doing that with all the other people. But from there, I mean, it kind of feels like there's a new center coming 
based on the injuries that Chase Rui and to that and Tyler Larson have had the last couple of years. Trey Turner is a free agent. Norwell is still under contract, and you could save a little bit of money moving on from him. But that's that's the that's the one where I'm not sure if if he's gone, then it's three new starters. If he stays, then two. So you could see. Leno, Norwell, and then Cosme on the right side, whether it's tackle or guard. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I'm not necessarily advocating for Norwell, but just like with anything else, like, like even like with getting rid of Scott Turner, um, I understand that you know for some fans they were happy, but nothing's. We don't know. We don't know who they're going to hire. So if you don't, you know, until you know definitively what's going to change, it's hard to say that. I mean, I feel like the, the Norwell Turner thing, you know, as we know, Ron Rivera leans in on his Carolina past over seemingly looking to, to to scour the market for better options and or other options. And that feels like what ha- that's what happened here. So maybe they decide, hey, Norwell, we got to move on from him. Let's let's up, let's push Chris Paul back into that mix. Um, you know, by the way, you know, Wes Schweitzer is another free agent. We, we don't know what his deal is going to be. So, um, yeah, Norwell to me would be the sort of the tipping point on the two or the three. But yeah, Cosme somewhere, and and that's the thing, right? At number sixteen in the draft, if they go this route, it does look like offensive tackle will they'll have options, some good ones there, and, and in the second round as well. So I'd be stunned as we stand here at the beginning of February if they didn't use a first or second on an offensive lineman, including a tackle. Yeah, I, I think tackle and corner seem most likely at sixteen. Is that you think there's any chance they go with Anthony Richardson? I don't, but. That's kind of the QB that seems available. It doesn't seem like it unless Rivera gets some assurances somehow that, you know, he's going to make it through the full five-year contract. Because I just don't, from his perspective, independent of what was good or bad for the organization, from his perspective, taking a quarterback like Richardson, who is viewed, the general consensus is he's not going to be ready to play next year on any real level, that he probably would be better off staying in college but okay his 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 upside is tremendous if you're going to get picked in the first round you know it's hard to tell somebody they shouldn't try to try to do that so um, I can see a team picking him but I would be sort of surprised if it's a team that either needs him to play immediately or has sort of immediate um, you know playoff deep run aspirations So, so I just don't think Washington makes sense from that end but he could make sense as a prospect if the longer view is is taken into account how um talking with Ben Standing from the Athletic, uh, you can check out his podcast Standing Room Only. How locked into the the mock draft process are you yet? Is it too early? Is it coming? I am I am uh, nowhere. I am uh, I'm in, I'm in the desert. I'm I'm trying to move over to that. I I just like I'm probably making a bit of an excuse, but this is why I wish the OC thing was was done already, right? So at least like the ownership thing, we're just gonna have to wait. The OC feels like, ah, oh, come on, can we just end this? <laughs> we can like stop even having it on the back of our minds. Um, but yeah, well, that said, going to the Senior Bowl, you know, start to get a little more familiar with some of the players, and obviously, I've been reading up on the on the class, so we're getting closer for sure, uh, but uh, not not quite there yet. Okay, you got time, dude. You got <laughs> hell three months or whatever. Um, the last one, and weirdly, I feel like we're not talking about this so much because the sale is the dominant storyline. Then it's always quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Um, we also know the O line, the lack of a coordinator right now. Did you think it's going to be Bienemy? What do you think the situation is with Bienemy? Um, well, I. It's hard to say 
that Biennemi would be the favorite because if you say somebody is the favorite, right, that infers that if they if they're offered the job, like if they are willing to take the job, that you would offer it to them and make a deal. But we have seen with Biennemi over the years that he goes through the interview process and then it doesn't work out. And you know, I'm, therefore, I'm not going to sit here and say he is the favorite. That said, look at the situation, right? They've, they've conducted zero second interviews with anybody. The Ravens have done that with, I think, multiple people, and they were like a week behind Washington in this overall process, and they are still themselves supposedly waiting to talk to the enemy. So it seems like Washington is saying, we've interviewed the people we want to interview, we understand where they're at, and now we want to wait on this guy, and because the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, that's going to happen. So if you're going to do all this, wait, then the interest has got to be somewhat legitimate. It can't just be passing, I wouldn't think. Otherwise, what what, what is going on here? So I would think the enemy's got a pretty good shot if, if if he's interested. And I kind of get the sense that he is looking to move on from Kansas City. Obviously, the preference would be a head coach, but he can go somewhere and call plays. I mean, I think that would be probably the next best thing. I get the same sense, Ben, that there is some level of interest. Because otherwise, now I also think for Ron, he doesn't have to be too worried about it because you can always just hire Shermer. He's not nobody else is calling him. You can always call Zampezi. You're not going to lose him, right? Like right. Well, he's got like the, a backup plan. Right. Well, that's the thing. Going from the very start of this, my, in my take, and I don't think I was unique in this, was whoever they're going to look at will presumably be somebody who has no options, right? I mean, if you have multiple options you're not considering a Washington team, not because of Sam Howell even, but because of the uncertainty there, but because of the uncertainty with ownership. And you have no idea how long Ron really has. So why are you going to come to a place? You know, I guess you can get a two-year deal with the way Jay Gruden did when he went to Jacksonville. Got a two-year deal in a situation where they looked like the coach could be gone. But, you know, Jay Gruden was kind of swimming, swimming upstream at that point as well from a career perspective. And most of these candidates – are as well. So, yeah, I mean, Shermer has not been interviewed by anyone else. As far as I know, neither has Anthony Lynn, I don't think. I don't think um, so either. Certainly, Zampezi hasn't. So, yeah, if, if they're going to take an experienced guy, they're not going anywhere. Right. I, I, I think you may not like the options that they have, but I feel like they think they have plenty of options. Two more things I want to hit on. Um, Deron Payne, what's your I, – I, I think the tag window opens – relatively soon the tag window opens before the league year opens so if they're gonna tag him we'll we'll definitely know within a month or I guess within five weeks do you think they're gonna tag him I I don't believe they're gonna be able to get a long-term deal done with him where do you think things are with pain yeah I mean I think the tag makes the most sense for them on multiple fronts um, you know, you're not making the investment in two defensive tackles for the long term, which is, you know, sort of a, a, a bugaboo for a lot of executives. If you're just talking about roster building in general, then of course there's the whole question of this: Is Dan Snyder telling Rivera and Mayhew that they've got they've got a budget to deal with that he doesn't want to tie up money in escrow the way you have to do it with uh, free agents who have who have a guaranteed money. Um, and, and, you know, a franchise tag would be guaranteed, but in a, you wouldn't have to escrow anything. It's just the weekly pay or the, the biweekly paychecks that they get versus, you know, if you sign to a four-year, I'm making this number up, four-year, $80 million contract, 
whatever money of theirs guaranteed you that you would have to ask her. So it seems like that would be a better deal for them. I'm sure Deron Payne <laughs> would not love that. And we know I think he's going to be quite pissed, frankly. <laughs> right. And we know the tag can can you know escalate some tensions. And I'm not saying that there are tensions, but you know this is a weird spot for them, as we know it. Paying you know all these defensive linemen extensions isn't realistic, I would say. And uh, but if you pay Payne, then you know you have what are you doing with Sweat and Young? So there's a lot of factors here. But right now, I would probably guess the tag or he leaves. Uh, I would guess the same. I I think you try to be smart, explore transition tag, and if you're probably going to lose them, get something back. Whether you're losing them this year or a year from now, I, I would my goal would be to maximize the opportunity. Um, quickly, do you have forty nine million dollars? Um, I have not busted my old piggy bank, so I may be a little short, but I'm not positive. Do you plan on buying Dan Snyder's Potomac Mansion? Um. You know, I don't get the fancy endorsement deals like you do, so I don't think I'm going to quite in that range just yet. I wouldn't mind an upgrade. Listen, I, upgrade, I love I my guys at Rudy's Golf, but I am also not buying Dan Snyder's mansion. Um, what do you make of Washington Business Journal this morning has the report that his Potomac mansion is going to be listed as just a house for sale, like everybody's going to click on it on Zillow. Um, what do you make of that and the sale overall? I mean, you know, he, he just bought this other house on the Virginia side of, of the Potomac. So I guess it's just no different than, than, than the rest of us. You know, you, you, you don't, you know, you don't typically have two homes, especially when they're both, uh, you know, projected somewhere in the four, over $40 million. Um, so I don't know if I put too much into that in terms of Dan Snyder's future, but, um, you know, I, it's interesting, right? I mean, the fact that, Maybe it's because of the Nat situation where this thing is now dragged out to the point where people are almost assuming like it won't happen. Um, or other than, or maybe he just goes to some uh, ad, ad minority partners. I'm not saying that that's where things are going with, with Snyder, but I mean, you do hear a little bit more thought about that. And again, maybe that's just people wondering what's taking so long. And I don't even know if it's taking so long. I just, people are anxious, I think, to, to hear something get done. But, you know, the, the owners meeting in March, you know, that has seemed to be the sort of the first realistic uh, marker in this situation. So I think we have a little bit of time before that gets sorted out, but I still kind of assuming it's happening, but you know, with this situation who I'm not going to block you, I'm not writing anything in pen until, until we hear something more definitive. Landfill, was that an all time wishy-washy answer? I mean, that was the, the Mount Rushmore of noncommittal. Maybe that, you know what? That's probably how you're single. You, you know what you're doing when it comes to not making a commitment, Benny. Wow. I didn't realize a Dan Snyder question would, would, would attack my, uh, my, my, you're a bachelor, status. brother. I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Give me a Super Bowl pick. Um, uh, for the record, I am still leaning that he would sell, but until I'm that just happens, busting uh, your chops, dude. I uh, I'm aware. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think to me the most interesting thing about this Super Bowl is what is Jalen Hurts' deal, both in terms of his physical status, but also, like, this is a, obviously a massive game, to say the least, but he's not played in one like this. I know he just played in the NFC Championship game, but, you know, with, with, the, Eagle, with the 49ers quarterback situation, he wasn't really under much duress. And I'm just curious, what does he do in this big, big spot? We know what Mahomes will do, even if he's not close to 100%. I think Kansas City feels like, to me, they're a team on the mission. That's kind of what I felt from the start of the year. So 
I'm going Chiefs something like 24-20. Maybe that's a little too low, but something like that. Chiefs 24-20. I like it. I, I, I also think the Chiefs win this thing. I think the Eagles had a incredibly easy march to the Super Bowl, and rarely does it go down quite like that. Um, I appreciate your time, man. What do you got coming up on the podcast? I imagine some good stuff from Mobile. Yeah, I had a couple of uh, recaps off of that, including one with one of our draft analysts to get his view on the on the prospects. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of draft, a lot of free agency talk going forward. Uh, this is what the people have to talk about, and I'm, I'm with them. So we'll, we'll do it. All right, Ben, thanks for the time, bro. I always appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, JP. See you, man. All right, that's our guy, Ben Standig. You can follow him on Twitter, at Ben Standig. When we come back, You'll be stunned how much money Sean Payton is going to make with the Denver Broncos. Plus, we got to talk about the Wizards because remember when everything was going great last week? What a difference a week makes. Don't go anywhere. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Landfill, you ready for this? So my guy, Chris, C. Park, 1985, sent us a picture. Said, JP, listening on the Odyssey app while I'm on my vacation. He took a screen grab of listening via the Odyssey app, (laughs) including Dan Snyder is trying to sell his Maryland house, and B. Mitch calls in with an update on his whereabouts. But the other picture is a picture of what looks like a very nice vacation. Blue skies, palm trees, but also my man's foot. So I don't know if he's, what do you call him, a footy? What what do you call the Rex Ryans of the world? Or if it was just an honest accident, he said, hey, my foot needs a tan. Fine. I, for one, would like to 
declare that if you're gonna send, if you're if you're already gonna mess with us and send us pictures from your vacation, which I appreciate, let's leave the feet out of it. What say you, landfill? Yeah, I don't really need feet pics. I'm gonna be honest. Me too. I'm I'm anti feet. Not anti feet. I'm just not pro feet. I feel like there's got to be a middle ground. Um, apparently Jeff's dying. Jeff, I've seen you incredibly hungover. I've seen you everywhere on the spectrum from incredibly hungover to very stoned and drunk. So where where are you on, on that spectrum? Bro, I don't know what I ate, but my stomach is doing numbers right now. Like, this is the most pain I've been felt in, like, the last 29 years of my life. Um, Did you have shellfish? Aren't you allergic? I didn't have no shellfish. Yo, I honestly think it was the cream cheese. I ain't going to say where it came from, but, yo... I'm going through it over here. Um, I have Pepto. You want some? Nah, man. I, I just wait till I get home. Okay. Um, I bought a travel size container of chewable Pepto because I got a couple flights in my future. You gotta, you gotta batten down the hatches. Um, so I feel like me and Landfill really aren't gonna know most of this, but since we're you know a, a major pop culture radio program. Last night was the Grammys, and I found this article. It says, Grammys best and worst. Beyonce makes history. Aaron Carter snubbed. Now, I obviously know Beyonce. I even know what happened. Um, She won the all-time most Grammys, right? Um, Apparently, Trevor Noah was the host, and he changed outfits four times. I heard this in the bullpen. That upset a host on 980. They were loudly complaining about it. I'll I'll let people guess who that was. Um, Beyonce dominated. She broke the record. Beyonce now has 40. Oh, no, she's, I guess she is 41. Beyonce and I are the same age. How about that? She's broken the Grammy records by becoming the artist to win the most Grammys in history. Congratulations. I, obviously, that means a lot if you're in the music community. Um, here's what's crazy. on su- Who do you think, whose record do you think Beyonce broke to have the most Grammys? You guess like Michael Jackson or the Beatles or something? Uh, Pink Floyd. Okay. Who would you guess, Jeff? Justin Timberlake, maybe? Like I'm a star. Oh, man, that's a tough one. I'm trying to think of the Grammy winners. Guns and Roses. Uh, Rolling Stones. Prince. Like, I mean, maybe Jay-Z, Eminem. I don't know. Dr. U2. Dre. U2. Right. <laughs> what you got on George Salty? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday, the Break My Soul songbird dethroned late classical conductor George Salty, who previously held the title with 31 Grammy wins since 1997. I Listen, I got zero file on George Salty, but congratulations to Beyonce and to the Salties for eight people knowing their name today. Um Lizzo was there and was dancing. 
Um, I, I, I'm having a real tough time knowing really who most of these people are, but I know Mary J was there, and I love Mary J. Um, I think they did like a hip hop looks at fifty, which if you our guy Peter Rosenberg that comes on once a week has been doing really cool stuff on his Instagram page. Um, I think Jay Z, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne were all there. Jeff, are you aware? I, I think who was the who passed away from Migos? Offset. I think Quavo did a tribute to Offset. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Takeoff died. Okay, so Quavo and Offset did a tribute to Takeoff. Yes, but apparently they may have gotten into an argument afterwards. Have you heard that, Jeff? I've seen some things on Twitter. I haven't really. I wasn't able to watch the Grammys or anything yesterday, so I'm still catching up on everything today. Um, apparently there was a a kerfuffle. So Trevor Noah was the host, and he made two jokes that caught people off. The the fact that comedians can't make jokes is ridiculous. But so this is Trevor Noah talking about Harry Styles, who I actually know one of his songs that as it was song that's constantly on every. How how do rock stations play that song? The, the world's a new place, but whatever. Um, this is Trevor Noah talking about Harry Styles. He said. Women throw their panties at this man, and then he puts them on, and he looks better in him in them than they do. That seems like a pretty innocuous joke at a music industry party. Um, and apparently he later made <laughs> this is kind of funny. You know that dude James Corden, C-O-R-D-E-N, the British dude that hosts a late-night television show? It <laughs> does, like, the singing in the cars all the time. Apparently Trevor Noah said that he has a frostbitten penis. So... Take that for what it's worth. Um, oh, my God. Have you seen Madonna last night? Yikes. Um, Damn, dude. I think she, some of these people just get too much plastic surgery, dude. Look up a picture of Madonna in there, boys, and react. I, I had not seen that. And I think Madonna's an icon, right? I mean, she's been doing it a long time, but damn. That is a rough look. And who was making, people were making fun of Dr. Dre? Um, I don't know what's going on here. Who is Aaron Carter? Jeff, anything? Do any of us, was he in one of the boy bands? Uh, he was the backstreet one of the guys in the Backstreet Boys' brother. Okay. Oh, I guess he died, and wasn't in the people who died tribute video. I mean, that's you should. I mean, if a musician dies, he should probably be in the video, right? And that was our Grammy review. I think it was kind of terrible landfill. <laughs> the only thing I, I encourage people to do is to look at the picture of Madonna because I'm fairly stunned. Don't do it if you're driving. Don't do it if you're driving, for sure, or if you feel like Jeff. Um, you're not going to believe how much money Sean Payton is making. Rick Snyder joins us at 1 o'clock. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. If Sean Payton, he might be a Hall of Famer anyway with the Super Bowl ring and a career winning percentage of 63%. His his record in the playoffs is nine and eight, but I can think of two games top of my head where those Saints teams got absolutely hosed. One of them, maybe this wasn't a hose job, it was totally fluke, was the mini Minnesota miracle, the the hook and ladder play that beat the Saints. The other, remember that NFC title game when the Rams won the Super Bowl. So I guess just a couple years ago. Or no, that had to be the year the Rams got blown out by the Pats. Or not blown out, but lost to the Pats. NFC title game. Breeze throws to, I believe, a running back out of the out on the right side of the field. It's gonna pick up a first down. The guy's open, and he just gets tackled out of bounds. I mean, it was the most blatant pass interference call in a huge situation, and it just didn't get called. And it was a joke. And it's actually why the NFL changed. Pass interference to be a reviewable penalty. I I mean, just talk about getting hosed. I'm not sure what year that was. Um, Let me see if I can get the playoffs. You you remember what year that was, Landfill? Was that the year the Pats lost, the Rams lost to the Pats, or the year they beat the Bengals? No, because that was just last year. So that, yeah, because last year was Rams-Niners NFC title game. So this had to be 2019, I want to say, probably. Something like that. So the 2020 playoffs. Um, between Bounty Gate and then that call, you got to wonder if Sean Payton doesn't feel like he's owed a few Super Bowls um, or at least a, a, a few appearances. 18 mil. A year for Sean Payton, reportedly. Congratulations, dude. Now you got to earn it. All you got to do is prove that Russ Wilson isn't an alien. Might be easier said than done. Don't go anywhere. Rick Snyder joins us next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.